millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. This is the space where I get men, or sometimes just one bloke, say a pandemic has got in the way of doing things with a bigger panel, to discuss something we wish that men would discuss. There's lots of girls' ears at the keyhole listening to the things we're talking about. Faithfulness, fidelity, body fat, height, lads' holidays. We've spoken about so much tempers arguments, sharing, fairness, money. We've discussed all of these topics. Sometimes we have to come to the conclusion, do you know what? They annoy men and women about the same amount. Sometimes there's no difference in how men and women behave. Sometimes there's no difference in how men and women behave, but there's a difference in how society reacts to those behaviours. That seems to be a lot more common. Anyway, my job is to navigate through this minefield intentionally depressing my foot on gender stereotypes so that my Twitter lights up with butthurt hate from people that can't take a joke. Put some pseudocreme on your bum hole. And uh, just to try and minimise the pseudocreme on the bum hole from people going, can't believe what you said about gender earlier, Nick Grimshaw, just to try and minimise that, I always make sure I have a strong and vociferous female judge, an auditor, who, as the boys idiotically drift into generalities that can't be substantiated with any evidence... The female auditor can go, actually, I think you're speaking bollocks there. And that was an actual impression of today's female auditor, who is Louisa Zisman, if that makes sense. Uh, Louisa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've had enough of a global pandemic, to be honest. I'm also joined by Mirthmeister, Ian Smith. How are you doing, Ian? Yeah, not too bad. I've never been described as a Mirthmeister. I quite like that. how, How many times did you have to go back to equity and say, please let me be the number one Ian Smith? Oh, yeah, well, you, it, was like, it was some sound guy who hasn't worked on a project since, like, the 80s. And my agent at the time emailed him to try and get him removed. But, um, yeah, he's not budging for anyone. He's about 95, still hoping for some sound work. It's such a solid English name, Ian Smith, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. My, my equity name is um, Smith Ian because I didn't have the creativity to kind of decide on a new name. So I just, I that's, that's just probably how your name started, started with the sort of blacksmith in the village who was called Ian, who used to hammer shit. Yeah. Go see Smith Ian, get your sword fixed. And, um, and Louisa, how should I introduce you? Entrepreneur, businesswoman, uh, media personality, podcast host, bit of a comedian yourself. You're doing a live I'm tour or you were? I'm not a comedian. 
We are doing a live tour. We had to move it to next year. I, I mainly these days just a, a podcaster and, and a horse rider. There you go. Horse tamer and podcaster, Louisa Zisman. So we've done lots of subjects. We've gone heavy. We've talked about suicide and depression. We've gone medium and talked about body image, going down the gym and how men feel about their bodies, how women. Today, it seems light. I thought, I need a light one today. Uh, we're recording this. It's the end of August. There's still no signs of the theatres opening. So I'm trying to lift people up and thought I'd pick a subject that can't possibly cause any tension. And then immediately, Lindsay and I had an argument when we even tried to discuss the fact I was going to talk about this. You better not say anything about me, okay? Otherwise, I'll be so annoyed if you do. Don't imply it, Russell, that I'm not tiny. Because we're talking about chaos and harmony. Messy people versus tidy people. Impulsive people versus planners. The first question to ask, given this is boys don't cry, I'll start with you, Ian. Let's jump in. Let's open the first booby trap. Is this a gendered issue? Now, I think it's pretty uncontroversial to say that there's probably 50% of women and 50% of men are, divi are divided here. I don't think it's more male to be scruffy, impulsive and untidy. And I don't think it's more female to be more organised and vice versa. I reckon you'll meet just as many uh, bean can facing, running the schedule, counting the calories on a nap, women as you will men. What I want to get to the bottom of is, is it more gendered, i.e., if you're an untidy man, is life going to be easier for you than if you're an untidy, scruffy, chaotic woman? What do you think, Ian Smith? And more importantly, what are you? Um, I can. I guess I'm. I think I'm a bit of a, a weird. Like I'm very sort of organised and like planning stuff. And I think I used to have a bit of like I still do have a, a bit of OCD, but in quite a practical way. So I, I realised practical OCD. I like that. Yeah, like I just realised... That's the that, version you want, really, isn't it? You don't want to be, like, organising buttons and you've got no buttons aren't in your life. That's like an impractical OCD, yeah, yeah. isn't it? No, mine is more like I kind of realised how much it affects your schedule to be OCD. So what I'm, I'm fine with mess, but then when I tidy, it, it's incredible. So I'll maybe tidy once a month and it's like, you know, like a serial killer's house yeah. when I've done it and everything is lined up. Um, all the kidneys are in the correct place in the fridge. Yeah, alphabetical order for all the organs. <laughs> all, all the prostitutes' heads in size order. That's yeah. what I like in a serial killer's house. Very organised. Yeah. Um, yeah, like my – at the minute, my room is like an absolute mess, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, but I do love it when things are neat. Like my, like right. a, I like a neat desk with, with nothing on it other than like a laptop and a book. And do you live with a neat and tidy partner? Well, no, at the minute, um, because of coronavirus, I'm back home. So I'm home up north. Um, By home, do you mean your parents' house? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're in the loft at your parents' house, aren't you, Ian? Yeah, I am. Look, well, I mean, <laughs> you, can, you can see the angle of the... Um, the listeners are thinking, leave him alone. He's probably only about 23. How old are you, Ian? Oh, I mean, let's not go into that. For, um, <laughs> Back to the loft at my parents' house, I'm 30. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's not an age where you go, oh, no, that's all right. Um, <laughs> it's one where you go, oh, that's such a shame. Well, what are your parents like then? Are they? Is it an orderly house? Is it easy to leave your shit lying around without getting yeah. a nag? Yeah, I do. I mean, everyone's, very, everyone's very relaxed. Um, at the minute, they've got um, a, a cat that just 
has like a bowel problem. So it will just shit in places where it shouldn't do. Um, so it, it's hard if that's happening to, um, you know, be annoyed if someone's left a sock out. I'm just, I'm just, I just feel bad for you that you're not seeing a Ian because the harvesting you could do after broadcasting your credentials would be unreal. I bet your DMs are crashing. <laughs> Did you hear that, Ian? He lives in his parents' loft and this cat shit all over his house. Form a cue, bitch. He's mine first. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're the sort of things you feel comfortable saying when you're in a relationship. <laughs> if I was single, I'd be like, yeah, this is my own place and there's no animals here at all. You don't need a wedding ring when you're covered in cat shit. Um, so, Louisa, what about you? I, I was trying to think now. I know, I obviously, I know you quite well. We go out socially. We've actually we've been away together. I was at your wedding. I know you really well. Yeah. And I find it hard to call this because you are one of the more impulsive, exciting, fun people. I can imagine you going, sod it. I know we're doing that tomorrow, but let's go here instead on a plane, everyone, with the minutes planning. I, I think of you like that, uh, but you might not be like that. No, I was thinking, what am I? Because you're right. I am quite impulsive, but then I do basically have my whole year next year planned already, like with regards to holidays right. and stuff. But um, I don't really know. I think I'm a bit of both, but I think that generally my husband's more of the planner. I mean, mm. <laughs> he literally does a spreadsheet when we go on holiday. Oh. I've, I've met the Andrew <laughs> bot several times. And he'll often defrag at the end of the day, assimilating data, <laughs> powering down. So I think that that makes me a little, like, a little bit more messy and a bit more spontaneous when he's around. But if he's not, and I'm planning stuff for my friends, I'm always the planner. But when okay, Andrew's me... around, I'm lazy and I'm messy. And he, me, I know that me... he's going to tidy up after me and book the restaurants. Let me throw this one at you. I ask audiences this sometimes. Which of you is more likely to go on TripAdvisor and suck the fun out of the holiday before you've arrived? Definitely him. <laughs> there you go. Now you know. Because people always answer, I'm a bit of a weird mix of both, really. But this question always separates the tribes. Yeah, I'm not you sure either You either out. ruin every aspect of every meal you're going to eat at by clicking on the terribles and looking for the bad steak that someone reviewed in 2015, or you just go with the flu and see what it's like, man, and form your own opinion, like Lindsay does. What about you, Ian? If you're going away on holiday, you and your you you're in a long term relationship, married, yeah, engaged. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, engaged, yeah. So Aww. if the pair of you are going away, you and your fiance, would, would and would you like like steak on a Thursday? That's what I've planned. That's where we're eating. Third restaurant down, page four, four star review. Would you ever do stuff like that? Because I, I happily no, would. I don't think so. I I certainly wouldn't look at reviews of a place, but I I quite like. I quite like if I go on holiday to go to one like incredible restaurant. So I will do a bit of like looking into like the place to go, but I, I would never like read too much about it because I'm, I think I'm a bit of a sponge for like opinions. So if I read a review that says a <laughs> film's amazing, I, I could watch that film and it could be terrible, but I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is fantastic. <laughs> right. So if I read a one star trip advisor, I'll just ruin it. I'm going to put you and Louisa in the same tribe here, I think. I think the pair of you are quite easygoing. I mean, what? how would you feel, Louisa, if we were going to the airport and it's say we're lucky enough to be flying business, you definitely only need 60 minutes before check-in, and we're going to get there 60 minutes before check-in. Does that to you see? That's fine. That's 60 fine. Minutes. It's, Without children, see, that's, that's not fine, fine for me. That's, that's fine. not fine for me. What? I want, I want the full three hours just in case. I just, okay. I cannot. 
No, uh, even though you could tell me, Russell, chill out. It's 60 minutes before. There's no queue. You're going straight through. It's a business flight. Yeah. I would be like, no, anticipate possible future delay. Build in a three-hour, enjoy the shops, go out for a meal, go out for a drink. They're all positives waiting for you there, Louise, when you join this tribe. Whereas Lindsay would like to jog alongside the wing with a vein pulsing inside of her head and leap in just because she forgot a calendar. She forgot a passport once. We had to get an Uber to go to our house where a relative was staying and the Uber bring the passport to the airport where we were. It was lucky it wasn't delivered to her stabbed corpse in the departure lounge because I nearly killed her. That's so me. I'm always like, Andrew, have you got the passport on the way to the airport? And he's like, yes, he has a folder. He has a folder and a spreadsheet. And he even, like, schedules, like... <laughs> it's sex time, Louisa. No, he doesn't schedule It's been that. 30 minutes since coitus. <laughs> he schedules, like, he'll be like, right, we're having lunch here. Then we're having, like, two oh, hours heaven. of just relaxing. If anyone heaven, wants to have heaven. a nap, they can have a nap. Or just chill by the pool. Then we need to get ready for dinner at this time. I've got That's someone heaven. picking us up. You would love it. It's like ear he porn for me. You don't understand. I love it. Um, so let, let me just read you. There's a poll of 2000 adults by Rescue Remedy, and it found that the stereotype of men leaving things to the last minute is in fact true. What? 75% of women feel anxious about everything going to plan compared to 35% of men. Yeah, but I never trust surveys like that because the people that took part in that survey are themselves quite organised people interested in finding out things. Why so would it's you flawed. take part in that survey? Exactly. You're already, you're already sli slightly anal and not the good way. Um, so what I wanted to ask, more importantly, is let's pretend it's 50-50. You can either be a cool turn up to the airport, be impulsive, or we can be a two-hour schedule for downtime, like Louise's old man. It doesn't matter. Does society judge the chaotic, impulsive, I get a credit card when I was 19, I'll pay it off when I'm 30, woman more harshly than a man who behaves that way? And if so, why so, Louise? I... I think yeah 100% women would get judged but on that more than men why I think because women are seen as the more nurturing more organized um we're just seen as the ones that do stuff do you know what I mean so for a woman to be like that isn't so great it's equated with with the maternal skill of organizing the nest you mean I just think as well like even if like back in the like 1950s where women still didn't really work like we just took care of the house and the cooking and the ho I read this extract last night from the 60s of what they taught kids about sex education get ready for your man you know but prepare yourself put, don't take your makeup off until he's asleep you know just all this stuff that women were yeah. are like meant to to do all that and I still <laughs> think that that has stuck and um, has I, I, I do stick. wear cover stick under my eyes before a shag I mean I, I, I feel like I, I've taken some of that on board if i've got dark circles i'm definitely gonna get rid of those before rumpy pumpy that's just me though i feel Stop more it. i feel more confident and particularly if my hair's not done i'll wear my sex hat just to oh you've like, got, I've got one, one now. this is it yeah this is for, for listeners i'm wearing a baseball cap and i just call it my uh my punani cap because that will hold any bad hair in place but Ian, okay, so we so we're saying that women will be judged more harshly. I think we can go stronger than that, Ian, because I mean, in the past, in Boys Don't Cry, I think Louisa might even have been on one of the programs. We've talked about alpha males, you know, the bad boy bouncer, someone with who, who might have been in prison once, is sexually exciting, particularly for younger women, and it, it doesn't it doesn't take much to imagine why that might be the case: the excitement, the brutishness. Most women grow out of this. 
But what I cannot get my head around, Ian, is why a woman would be attracted to a can't get my life in order. I don't, I've never worked. I'm in debt. I haven't sorted my life out. I'm really untidy. I know women that that is like fucking she Viagra to, oh, Darren, you never pick your socks up. I'm strumming one out here. That I do not understand. You know, maybe it's a rescuing thing. And these women seem to go on longer. Whereas the women that are into the bad boys been in prison tend to grow out of it by the time they're 27, 28. The women that's into the guy who's like, yeah, it wasn't my fault. It's the boss of my fourth career that's made it go wrong. They say, I can still save Darren. And they still like it when they're in their 60s. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. Do you think that's a fair comment, Ian? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, it, is it that thing of, um, you know, I, I guess everyone wants to feel kind of wanted and important in a relationship. And if you feel like you're kind of propping someone up a bit, like that if it wasn't mm. for you, their life kind of would fall apart a bit. I guess that um, weirdly could be a nice feeling of like, you know, I, I am good for this person and look at all the kind of good I do. And, but, but yeah, I, I can't really, I guess there's that difference between being unorganized and like impulsive. And then, yeah, like you said, like a kind of laziness or, unwillingness to change kind of thing um and, and it's and it's definitely it's definitely a minority i'm not, I'm not saying mm. absolutely it's just a phenomenon i've ob- i've observed mm. certainly from my i don't know if it's because i come from a bit of a working class council estate rough background but i've definitely observed this Louis, louisa these, these these girls female friends of mine relatives cousins sort of latch on to these guys early doors and he's like oh it's, ne- it's never my fault it's the boss at the I new place so it's his many fault. I actually, I was a bit guilty of this. I had a string. I wouldn't call them boyfriends. More no. encounters. Inca- well, yeah, but more <laughs> than like more than a one night stand type encounter. But I literally, from, <laughs> after I got divorced from my first husband, every guy that I had that I had 
like went out for a few dinners with or not because I was always the one paying literally <laughs> didn't have a job like I love you, or, or they lost their job <laughs> who's paying tonight feminism is darling I'll be on my phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that, but then I did grow out of that but I I have so many friends now where they're like the ones that do everything and not just, you know, I think that we're more equal nowadays with regards to it doesn't matter if the woman's the breadwinner, you know, men aren't always breadwinners now. But I have friends that they are the breadwinners, they sort the kids out, they clean the house, they literally do everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, your life would be so much easier actually without him. But mm. then they get annoyed. What Is it more do? of a turn off? Like, say, so, so you meet someone who's hot, they tick all the boxes. Hot AF, but it turns out they're a complete chaotic mess. Cannot pay off a credit card. The house is disgusting. It's like a cockroach-infested slob, but hot as fuck. It's the, it's just a, is, it's the most unattractive thing. That's I went what out I, with I was, a guy. I was thinking, he was just dirty, and he grew weed in his spare room. And no. I so was, there was one positive. But other than that, it was. <laughs> I just leave his house. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go tidy up the spare room. I'll be a couple of days here. <laughs> Sounds quite entrepreneurial, really. But yeah, yeah. it's just no, second it's business. Not, it's not attractive. No way. Well, what would you do? You, do you think that's more of an issue um, for men or for women? Ian, is it? So, say you meet the woman of your you're single. You meet the woman of your dreams. Whatever career you dream, your woman doing, she does that. Whatever age she is, she's that. She looks the way you wanted to look. Everything's great. The personalities match. But then you suddenly realise she's got one fatal flaw. She cannot organise anything. Tidiness holidays, finances, mm. things like that. I think what, that do, you, do you think men find it easier to overcome that? I think they probably would. Like, I guess yeah. I'm trying to think of like my, my friends and stuff. I, I feel like, yeah, if, if you gave them like their ideal perfect woman, she would have to be to do something like horrendous to make them, you know, like I, I think if they were conversationally racist all the time, they they would even just be like, yeah, but she's not being that racist. Like no, she's, she's too fit. Yeah, that is that's men, isn't it? Get short circuited. Yeah, I think there's a a point, and I'm just yeah, relatively organised. So I feel like I'd I'd be okay thinking, okay, I'll pick up the slack with like booking stuff. Um, but if it was to the point where you know, like a hoarder, where there's bottles of bodily fluid and stuff like that. I think that's that's a definite <laughs> cut-off point. Back to that serial killer's house again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about in, in relationships, sexual relationships, marriage? Does the type of partner you look for differ depending on the type of connection? For example, we have to think back to being single here because we're all sort of boringly attached. But if you're looking for a hot fling, is there some appeal in the slightly unorganized chaotic impulsive mad woman stroke man for a for the for the summer romance over the super organized person and is it different for men and women because i'm guessing were i a single girl and i meet on holiday mr gray who's super organized with his diary mapped out but he's hot as fuck it's probably still going to be quite a turn on as you bang him on his private jet on the on the runway whereas for me, for a, for a guy, if it's a if it's a summer romance, I quite like the idea of some mental bitch that doesn't have her shit in order, but then she disappears <laughs> in September. I mean, I probably shouldn't have phrased it like that, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess Do you that, know what I mean, Ian? that's that kind of film, um, that kind of cliche of the quirky girl in like rom coms and stuff. When there's usually a guy who's 
kind of in a relationship that's sort of failing. And then he meets usually a slightly alternative looking girl who suggests like they go and swim in the sea. And he's kind of yeah, like, and I've oh, done that. I've actually it's way done too that. cold. No, I came out of a long-term relationship and then got with, like, an alternative girl. Is that what was going on? That's what I did. I think that was being filmed. Is that my cry for freedom? (laughs) The pennies just dropped for Russell and I. I was like, yeah. I came out of my marriage and then started seeing a guy called Paris who lives in a hippie commune in East London. Yeah, that's exactly... That That wasn't even the one that grew the weed, either. Was was his name really Paris? 100% he was called Paris. Bumped into him, actually, when I was working at Ascot recently. Did you pretend to be Helen of Troy and he stole you and had his wicked way? <laughs> no, I just... Achilles is coming to your worst, Paris. Met him on an easy jet flight. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> you know, I bet you was in the extra legroom seat, Louisa. It's a, it's a pretend business class. You know, when you, the planes are so empty at the moment, you can do pretend business class where you just sit sideways with your legs up. Can you be... Can you be exciting but super organised? I think that's what I'm asking. I think there's a fear that men like me have, that there is something sort of very unsexy about being super organised and tidy and everything in order. Like It's hard to join those traits with the impulsive, animalistic type thing you sometimes want as a man as well. I think that's where the conflict is in my head. I think it's super sexy being organised. It's it's so nice, like booking stuff and knowing that you've got it booked and then walking into a place and having the best table because you've been on That is sexy. It's nice to do some research and go to the best restaurant at wherever you're going. And for, I think, as a girl, or just anyone, I don't know if I can speak as a girl, just be like, oh, my God, this is like, mm, this is nice. So I think I... I disagree with you. I think that is super sexy. I'm glad. Mm. I suppose the trick is, Ian, to do that but not involve her in the spreadsheet on the way there. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what kills the moment. Go, I just don't have organised everything and let me just run through yeah, this no document. <laughs> All we want is the car to turn up, to take us to the restaurant, to walk in, sit down, have the wine and the nice meal. Like it's effortless. Effortless organisation is sexy. Does that sound uncomfortably old school to you, Ian, or are you down with that? I'm quite old school. No, I think I think that sounds good. It sounds like a good thing for like an organised person to hear if they want to appear cool, to like not show your workings out kind of thing. Like, <laughs> so have all the anxiety of it, to keep it to yourself, but then you arrive at like, yeah, like the best. There's a, there's a restaurant in London called Clos Majorie. Um, oh, I love that restaurant. I'm not it's beautiful, that. isn't I it? I absolutely love it. I've not yeah. been there. Is that the one with the, it's the outdoor garden with all the, the mm. lights, the, the outdoor dining room bit? It's yeah. amazing. And you have to book like a bit further in advance because there's like six tables always. Um, yeah. So I get booked up really quickly. I thought right. the first time I went there, I um, this is awful. Like I am more cultured than this is going to make me sound. <laughs> but um, I got a phone call. Um, saying, um, you know, this is Samantha from Clos Majorie. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. Um, because I'd been like, thought it was something like Clos Maguire, is what I thought the name <laughs> of the restaurant was. So I was just like, who's this French girl? Um, but, um, but yeah, that kind of thing, of the um, booking in advance so you get the best, the best seat. Like, um, I'm a big fan of that, like, um, even... I went on a fjord cruise in Norway 
And there's a lot to be said for um, getting in the queue really early so you can get a good seat by the window rather than having to join a table where there's already like a family of three on it. Um, Got it. Because I, I mean, I, no, I was going to say, I don't know a few things like, I suppose that the, the line to tread is it, for it to be sexy without feeling controlling or terrifying. We're one minute late, darling. You've got to get that balance right, lads. I'm trying to think of the best example I've ever done. I think I know what it was. It was one of the, I, I can't stand the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. I don't. I mean, I'm quite pervy, but it's just something I don't, it's just yeah, for I'm whatever reason. For whatever reason, it didn't, it was more the, it was more the idea, I think, that Lindsay, Lindsay wanted to, to see it type thing, just to see what it was all about. So for Valentine's Day, what I said to her was, oh, we're, going, we're going out, maybe we're going to see a film, I'm not going to give you any clues, just go and have a, have a bath, get ready. While she was in the bath, it is relevant, I disappeared. Set up a dungeon. Yeah. I, I appeared wanking in a gimp mask at the door and shot off as she screamed. No, uh, I, uh, I got a taxi ahead to the cinema where we got the two little couch, the nice couch ones and just left the house and then texted her and said, open the bathroom door. And there was just a note. There was a note waiting saying, right, I've already gone. You're going to need to follow the clue trail. I said, go through to the bed, go through into the bedroom now and sit on the chair and wait your next instructions. Like let her sweat for a few minutes, like trying to play the film a little bit. And I said, right now, look out the window. And I'd ordered the biggest, not like Chavy stretch limo, like a stretch silver, like um, Bentley type thing with a driver who was instructed not to speak to her as he brought her to me at the cinema. I mean, it was, we barely got through the film, basically. <laughs> barely, you can imagine. She actually ovulated on the way there out of, out of her usual cycle. It was such a turn on. So that's what, that's what I've done. And then I ruined it at the end by showing her the invoice just to show her how much I'd spent. Wait, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that was an example of what not to do, Jill. So that's probably the most outrageous one I've ever done of those. Dare I ask, Louisa, because your gentleman puts us all to shame, what's the most exciting organised turn up at this point? Um, and I don't, I'm really spoiled. actual Hedwig from Harry Potter flew you into real Hogwarts or something. I am quite spoiled. Um, What's the most romantic, impulsive, organised? He, he's very organised and very romantic. So when we met, we met in 2013. So we still try. I always joke with him that 2014 was my best year, and um, <laughs> we basically went to. Um, I'd never been to the south of France and now I'm like obsessed with it. But we went to South France and everything was just perfect. And then one day we just we took a car and it got to like a helicopter place and we got in a helicopter um and we like landed in Saint Tropez and then Oh my god. It was yeah, we just we just had like this amazing lunch and but he always does lovely stuff. Like we've just been away and he found like this amazing Michelin star restaurant, like right on the side of a cliff and everything that he does is pretty amazing to be honest i mean uh ian yeah. have you ever organized a helicopter to fly your no, missus to santrobay this is absolute i bull, bet it was an, an uber excel to nando's <laughs> i don't have the finances to do any of these gestures <laughs> like um, well, my, my mine was not expensive one. It was thought you, you know, ordered all a stretch Bentley thing. It wasn't. It wasn't actually a Bentley. It was the Chrysler thing that looks like a, oh, okay. like a posh car. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't an expensive night. It was the plan. The planning that was sex. That's why I've done it as an example. It was two tickets to the Odeon and a driver of a posh taxi for one hour. That's the budget. The rest was paper notes and texts. Do you see what I mean? Mm. I think the best. Um, this is like much smaller scale. But I remember 
at the time thinking like this is like a sweet funny thing to do um so like my fiance has like a, a teddy bear that she's had since she was you know like eight years old or whatever and it used to have a little waistcoat with loads of little pictures of teddy bears on the waistcoat as well and mm. he'd lost it um and or she'd lost it um <laughs> and um she told me about that in like october or something and i, I made a note in my phone because i thought well for christmas or for a birthday I'm just going to keep searching on eBay from like October onwards to find a bear that also has like a teddy bear waistcoat. So eventually... Your search history must have been so conflicted that you were standing <laughs> yeah, yeah. up on the road. <laughs> right, I've been yeah. searching for teddy bears. Now for me, evening, Wang. Yeah. <laughs> Same search. So, no <laughs> um, so how did it conclude? So I got a bear on eBay, took its waistcoat off, threw the bear away, felt genuinely bad for doing that which is a weird part of my psychology um and then put the waistcoat in a sort of um small box and um put a note in it that it was from um lost property that had been found like a like a bare lost property sort of thing um and because the amount of time that had gone between her saying it and it happened it was such an unexpected and sort of weird cute little gift that i think it's the kind of best reaction I've got from a present, but probably like Aww. the least practical and cheapest and stupidest. And the amount of planning That's so that went lovely into that. though, and the thought. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of stuff like that. Sorry guys, can we just pause there? That's the end of part one. Don't forget to join us for part two where things are going to get even more unorganised and the debate is going to get even more hairy, literally. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.